Hola, cariño. Hola, amor. And How welcome to Wiki Horror. Oh, I'm so sorry. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. We've clearly got this together. This We're doing like, great. Going so well so far. <laughs> Listen, guys. Welcome to Wiki Horror. This is a, a Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. And uh, we're doing great. <laughs> a little crazy this morning, but I'm excited to talk about spooky things with you again. Not only spooky things, but like spooky holiday themed things. Love, love a spooky holiday themed thing. The two of us have been trying to get into the spirit. We have watched uh, Gremlins recently, which was so much fun getting us into that so Christmas fun. spirit. You know, I like a, I like a, a Christmas movie, and especially if you could throw some some edge in there, some monsters and shit. Love it. And I hadn't seen it for freaking legit decades, so it was nice to see those. First of all, just see Gizmo, but then uh. see those hideous... The goop and the glop in that mm. movie is just just primo. You know, you know what I mean? Those movies have aged well, in my opinion. Those, like, yeah. the, the puppetry, all of it, so good, and so much better than seeing all sorts of CGI shit, in my opinion. Even though there mm -hmm. technically is... A little bit of CGI in there when they like run down the street, all the yeah, all the gremlins. And so. you can tell, but it's still. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> he looks so damn cute. Oh but man, I don't mind. who cares? Absolutely. Speaking of Christmas monsters, this this is we're going we're deviating a little bit in our regular you know stuff that we do because we got reached out by somebody on our Instagram, one of our Instagram followers, BT Dubs, follow us on Instagram wow. and on Twitter, where Uikiorror literally everywhere. Just <laughs> type it in and there you'll probably are. find us. Yeah. So oh, somebody slid into our DMs because uh, that's the that's it. what the youth says these days. <laughs> and <laughs> this lovely lady, Whitney Colasso, sent us a message on Instagram and she's like, hey guys, I'm a new listener, liking what you're doing so far. Apparently she got into us because of our El Santo episode. A very and, good episode, um, if I may say so myself. Toot our horn, toot toot. <laughs> what is the deal with that gray, gray guy? Uh, <laughs> the mystery. The mystery of all times. Um, so Whitney sent us a message and she said... Would you be interested in talking about a short I made? She said it's Christmas themed, so you know, since it's December-y time, we were both like, sure, that's fun. Mm -hmm. First of all, since it's a short, it's less talking for us. Abs <laughs> Not that we don't like to talk. Listen, but this takes time, you know? This is something yeah. I've discovered making a podcast. It is not the the easy breezy thing you think it would be this takes time if you could listen to the extra shit that we delete out of our oh our god sessions every week ooh good lord we're monsters from I'm, hell yes. but that's that's how that it comes with the territory yeah. anyways sweet whitney was like you know it's a christmasy short it'd be great if you could watch it and talk about it and i was like you know what Yes, because here's the thing. There, yes, there are Christmas horrors out there. Mm -hmm. Most of them are not 
Latin American. I've been like, looking, and I am ha- I'm having a lot of trouble. So, listeners, if you know some, please tell us, because I would love let to us know. know. Send us a DM at Wikiroar on Instagram <laughs> or on Twitter. Listen, email us. Our email is Wikiroar at Gmail, so just do it. <laughs> so we were like, hell yeah, let's do it. So she sent us a sweet link and a bunch of dope info, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about the film, the short film, Gruss Vom Krampus. Now, you might be wondering... Because it is Krampus, Krampus mm-hmm. is definitely like a Eastern, uh, not an Eastern, a European situation. Sure. Both Whitney and the direct, who wrote, uh, who co-wrote this short, and the director, Sean Norona, they're both of Latinx descent, which is what we're searching for in this podcast. Hello. Which is the reason why we said, hell yeah, let's do this. One little teeny, I so in all the emails we got... I, I also saw Norona, but I think there was one with the little accent on top of the end, so I think it might be Noronha. Everywhere I look, it's Norona. Where the hell did I see it? Hold on. I'm going to find it. <laughs> I could have sworn I fucking saw this. In the credits. That's where I saw it. Director of photography, Sean Noronha. Okay, well then, written, co-written by Whitney Colasso, directed by Sean Everywhere we look in the info we got, it says Norona, pero at the end of our, in the credits, it says Noronha, so we're going to say both. We're going to say Norona, Noronha. We have a little synopsis of of our short, Jonathan, if you will. I will. Here we go, everybody. A busy store owner's mischievous daughter wishes to play. As the girl ventures out to the store's Christmas tree lot, she stumbles upon a stranger who is none other than the Christmas demon himself, Krampus. Should the child meet her demise with the Christmas demon? Who knows? We'll see. That's literally we'll what happens. <laughs> yes, because this is a, when they say short, they mean short. Short. Here we go. Very quickly, we see we, we see a little girl running through what looks like a, a shop of some a, sort. A general store. Yeah. Like a country general store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it con- c- yeah, like you said, country. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> a general store. It looks like a less put together and more sparse Cracker Barrel shop. Sure. You know t- yes. Cracker Barrel? Absolutely. Duh. Hash brown mm-hmm. casserole like until uh, the day I die. I love a Cracker Barrel. Bro. Listen, if I see a Cracker Barrel, I'm like, that's a great idea. We should stop. We there. gotta go. They got rocking chairs and they got some, they got biscuits. <laughs> they got country fried steak. You can't go wrong. I mean, every time I do go, I'm like, don't look at me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a homosexual and I feel like you're all gonna just judge me. Sure, 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 sure. There is. So just, no, I'm not here. I'm just, I'm just eating. Don't bother me. Don't bother me. <laughs> Give me my hash brown casserole and walk away. I, it's, my biggest complaint is that they don't offer, it's a side. Why don't you make the hash brown casserole like a full dish? They should. They absolutely should. You know what? We're gonna write a letter. I'm writing a letter. <laughs> so and here don't we say, are in this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, Cracker go. Cracker Barrel shop, basically. So we're in Cracker Barrel. And uh, 
the little girl's running around, and we see, I assume this is her dad. Me too. He picks up the phone. He's like, hey, welcome to Rockin' F Farms or Alwasi. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we got some Christmas trees. It's open. It's time. The North Carolina accent <laughs> that fell out of that man's <laughs> mouth. I loved it. He was like, we sure do have. <laughs> like I immediately love you if you're going to talk like that. I yeah. love you. My heart yes, has, for sure. Like, it swells in size. I'm so happy. You gave me a, my heart a hug with your North Carolina accent. So this little girl runs up to, again, we assume her dad, and he's straight up like, you're grounded. So, Because she points outside. Mm-hmm. Like, she points like, I'm asking to do something, mm-hmm. but no words, just by pointing. And he, like, puts his hand over the receiver. He's like, you're grounded. No way, Jose. So, and, three uh, things here. First of all, she's running around this store like, don't do that, kid. You're going to break something, A. B, she goes up to her dad and is, like, pointing outside. He says, you're grounded. Third, she wants to go outside, and then she doesn't listen to him and goes outside. So clearly this child... She's... Naughty. Somebody's getting (laughs) cold. So she, like, dad is like, nope, you're grounded. And she just walks right on out anyways and runs into Mm -hmm. the Christmas tree lot that is Mm -hmm. out there. And we see, like, a creepy hand claw claw situation, like... uh, sweetly caressing it seemed like the christmas trees out there she straight up is like santa Santa? (laughs) no honey girl no santa don't got that fucking mitch mcconnell hand what are you (laughs) (laughs) now granted whoever this person creature whatever it is that we will quickly find out is wearing a santa claus Suit. suit yeah and then we see that it is not Santa. Oh, no. At all. So there's the caress of the Christmas tree. She's like, Santa. And then this creature, which is Krampus, comes out. He looks very, like, werewolf Yes, there me. was there was a werewolf vibe to it. Yeah. The nose gave mm-hmm. you, like, a wolfy canine situation. Plus, his sounds were very, like, growly. So he comes out. He looks horrifying. So the girl screams. Yeah. And that's when we cut back to the dad, who just strolls out. <laughs> he is nonchalant. <laughs> the dad, he he yells, hey, that's my kid. And then is like, doo 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 here I go. Mm-hmm. And then we see that Krampus has, like, fully engulfed the kid. And so I noticed something, and, and uh-huh. she's, like, j- wiggling in, a, in the bag, yeah. in this, like, Santa bag that he has... Mm-hmm put over her head and then he did like a hand movement over it where she like stopped moving i think it's some sort of krampusy christmas spell because also the dad doesn't do anything no he just stares yeah i assumed that the idea here is that krampus has put a spell over the daughter and the father and kind of like immobilized them uh-huh. so they can't they can't do anything they can't fight against him right that's what i got sure i was like is she dead <laughs> right yeah, at least she's she's at least been passed out. Yeah, or something, some kind. Know? That's it. Blackout. And then we get and then we Gruss von Krampus, the title of our short, and mm-hmm. it cuts back to Krampus like in the middle of a forest of like a. It looks darker. It looks like she's taken her somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and our credits roll. Boom. That's our short. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. One. Grandpa's Drift. It made me... Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Why... Why am I an idiot? That was, that was good. Let's talk about this short. Yeah, I genuinely was like, I want more. Same, immediately. I mean, listen, it was very short. So I was like, I want to see what happens next. I want to yeah. see what happens to this little girl. Is this going to be a Taken style film where the dad is like, when I find you, I will kill you. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be like, it'd I be mean, a fun revenge, like saga if it was that i would totally watch that north carolina dad with his accent going after krampus into those dark woods hell yeah oh. trying to get his and kid back girl would yeah learn your lesson child you should not be misbehaving listen to your father moral of the story listen to your father's north carolina accent no <laughs> now i didn't realize because i've never seen any other krampuses i knew that he was like a that it was like a Christmas demon, I guess, kind of mm -hmm. situation, but genuinely didn't know a dang thing about it. And then I went on, on the old Googs and Wikipedia Krampus. It turns out that, you know, he's the one that comes after the naughty kids. It, I didn't put two and two together of the dad saying, you're grounded, and like her being you know, bad meant that he was going to scoop her up and take her. And I was like, oh, but like she fully disobeyed. She's running around. She's grounded for something that she already did. Yeah. She goes outside when he told her not to. I want to know Listen. what she fucking did. Absolutely. Interesting. Let's get into this fun trivia stuff here. Would yeah, you like yeah, to yeah. go first? Please, you go. So apparently the director and producers are planning a follow-up of this super short, potentially as a feature film, which hopefully that means that we will... See what happens. Point, ...get a movie. Because I love to see this stuff. Like, just people with a passion for film, clearly, getting the opportunity to make a movie that they're into, of course we want to see that happen. Yeah. For sure. So I really hope that they make it happen. I hope so too, because again, they left me wanting more and that's always a good sign. Absolutely. Let's talk about these people a little bit. Sure. Whitney Colas. Colasso. All right. She has been working in film production for nearly 12 years. Amazing. Honestly, I didn't realize that North Carolina had such like a hardy. North Carolina film. is a sleeper hit when it comes to like people in the, I don't want to say in the arts because there's mm -hmm. arts everywhere. But, like, uh, there's great comedy festivals there. There's lots of film festival stuff, too. Like, North Carolina holds a lot of clout when it comes to the artistic side of film, theater, and comedy, actually. You know, that's interesting you say that because I'm taking it back, but I'm pretty sure they filmed Dawson's Creek in North Carolina. And maybe I might be wrong, but I think some of the Scream films might have been filmed in North Carolina, including the the most recent, Part 5. Nice. I might be talking out of my ass here, but that is quite possible, everybody. Yeah. So uh, Whitney Colasso is also a makeup artist, writer, artist and painter who customizes and commissions artwork for clients, which is very cool. You can find her art on her Instagram, which is at Wits, Craft, and Gore. W-H-I-T-S, Wits craft letter n mm, gore g-o-r-e mm -hmm. witchcraft and gore she's got great stuff there she really does i'm assuming this 
is a play on witchcraft and gore, which is very clever. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) And so interesting because we just covered El Espinazo del Diablo, which is Guillermo del Toro. And so Whitney's family from her father's side is from Jalisco. Amazing. That is so cool. That is very cool. This is very well-timed here. (laughs) Yeah, totally. A ver, and Sean Norona slash Noronha. He was born in Long Island, New York, but he is from an Ecuadorian family. Great. Amazing. Which is very, very cool. I really hope that they get the chance to uh, to make this movie. Yeah. That's a really, it's yeah. a really, because like when you're a bad kid around Christmas time, did you ever have like a thing that was like, algo te va a agarrar un monstruo? Or it was, just, for me, it was just like, don't be an asshole. You're not going to get any Christmas presents. Yeah, it was basically like, if you're not good, Santa won't give you something. Right. There was no other figure that what did like, What did you call Santa Claus in Spanish? Papa Noel? You, you wouldn't say Santa Claus? Santa Claus. I mean, I guess both. Yeah, I don't really remember. What do they call him in Brazil? That's Papa like. Noel. Maybe that's why I'm saying Papa Noel. My entire life has been Santa Claus. Like C-L-O-H at the end. Santa Claus. That's just that beautiful Spanglish, which I, I love. God bless. Because, you know, honestly, because I'm not a very religious person, mm-hmm. aside from like... Santa Claus is in the North Pole with, uh, you know, Mrs. Claus and his elves making gifts for nice children, not the naughty ones. I know that there is, like, religious stuff in there, but I... So, okay, so I just Googled it. St. Nicholas is the patron saint. So he was just a regular guy. A patron saint just means, like, it's a dude that did a lot of good, and then the Christian church decided, we'll make you a saint. So St. Nick is the patron saint of sailors, children, wolves, and pawnbrokers. What is happening right now? (laughs) What's happening? Wow. Wow. It says... insanity. But then there's another one that's like St. Nicholas of Myra, also known as Nicholas of Body, who was an early Christian bishop of Greek descent from the maritime city of Myra in Asia Minor during the time of the Roman Empire. Because of the many miracles attributed to his intercession, he is also known as Nicholas the Wonder Worker. You know what? Maybe there's a bunch of other shit that we just don't know. I... Just the deeper we get into this, the more of an idiot I'm going to feel like. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, long story short, Christmas to me has never been about like the religious aspect of it. It's about family. And honestly, like as a kid, I was like, I get presents. This is awesome. Dude, kids (laughs) everywhere could give a shit about going to midnight mass or wherever the hell. Like, sure, Jesus was born and Mm -hmm. he wasn't. It's his, it's like scientifically proven he was not born on the 25th of December. So listen, if that's what you're coming for, no, I'm, I'm here for the magical aspect. Let me believe that a fat dude with a beard comes down my chimney, gives me a bunch of shit, and then I get to eat a bunch of food with my fam the night before. Yes. You know what I mean? Enjoy your cookies and milk, Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, who cares about Santa Claus because he's not even in this fucking movie? So this short won the Best Super Short and Freak's Choice Award at Horror Movie Freaks Film Festival in 2018. Horror Movie Freaks Film Festival. What did I say? Freaks. 
I can't speak. If you're still like, if you're still with us, guys, you know this by now. Horror movie Theeks Film Festival <laughs> 2018, and it also received an honorable mention at Con Carolina's Short Film Fest in 2019. Amazing. Congrats. All of this film was shot entirely on location at Rocking F Farms. So he actually... He gives the credit to the... That was in. He's like, Rocking F Farms, buy our trees. This is a country store. It makes me feel like it's... um... Like a radio announcer, rocking at farms, uh, playing all the hits all day, all night. This country store should have a radio station there. They totally should. Rockin' F Radio. And so, I'm so sorry. Rockin' F Farms, a country store and farm in Climax, North Carolina. Well, well, well. And they do have a Christmas tree lot. Which ha- which has Christmas trees for sale. I'm assuming it has them this year. So go check out Rockin' F Farms, everybody. And radio station. <laughs> if you're down in North in Climax, North Carolina, head on down to Rockin' F Farms. A char- get yourself a Charlie Brown Christmas tree also. Like all these fluffy, Please. beautiful ones. Get the shitty ones. They deserve it's- love too. <laughs> 2020 so yeah. get the shitty one like get the one that please. represents our fucking year god damn it yeah. show it some love yeah let's talk a little bit more about this uh the actor who played the father sammy castle mm-hmm. he is a north carolina actor and producer with a passion for comic books awesome and he has a documentary on a, on educating kids through the comic book world titled sammy the comic book man cool the actor who plays uh, Krampus is Jacob Allen. He has been acting for over 13 years. And the his inspiration for being an actor is none other than GDT favorite, good old Doug Jones. Hell yeah. I'm, I love that. How can you not? Well, that also makes me want to see this uh, full film project because I want to see more of this guy's, you know, action as Krampus. I yeah. I want to see more of that. For sure. with that sort of uh, inspiration. Oh, I thought this was really cool. Part of Whitney's inspiration to create Krampus stemmed from listening to an Italian metal band lacuna coil and their holiday song naughty christmas which is a song that is centered on the holiday demon and i listened to that song this morning and uh, man oh man it fully is a heavy metal song but there is (laughs) there is a man be like kind of singing kind of stuff but there is also a female a lady singer and she has a great voice, and it's actually kind of a fun Christmas song. And apparently, most of the members of Lacuna Coil have seen the short. Way to be supportive, Lacuna Coil. That is very true. I wonder if we could find their information and, uh, you know, tag them in this, too. Yeah. To our podcast. Listen to us, Lacuna Coil. Please. We have uh, some info on the makeup artistry since Whitney is so big on that stuff. Her and her co-collaborator, Tonya Martinez, who I'm assuming is another Latina, they often collaborate on projects and you can find Tonya's makeup work on Facebook and Instagram, Moon Makeup FX on Facebook and Moon underscore makeup effects on Instagram. And they spent three hours together working on the design and on the makeup on Jacob Allen. 
That's legit stuff. When you're talking, when you're talking makeup shit, if you're not sitting in a chair for three hours plus, it's not happening. This ain't Definitely. this ain't just like a, a powder puff to the face and walking away. You gotta right. do or it like for real. Pulling a mask on. This, as an actor myself, reading this piece of information made me feel like, oh man, what a dream. Because they said this short was shot in a day and under four hours on a $500 budget. That's amazing. You know, I have often thought to myself, because, you know, I love my horror stuff. I'm like, you should film a short, Johnny. You have so many ideas. But to put it together, that's why, like, props to this crew, because it's not easy to put this together. You think, okay, just because it was filmed in a day under four hours on five, like the preparation that they probably had to do to, oh my God. So you nailed it. You nailed it. And I'm inspired. For sure. Absolutely. Crew. So great. A little bit on Sean Norona Noronha, who is our uh, director. He's a filmmaker, a DP, and an editor. He attended University of North Carolina at Greensboro. He received a degree in media studies with a concentration in film and television production, which is honestly like now that I have all these friends that are in the biz, it's mm-hmm. so important to just know this basic stuff. Like I wish so bad sure. that I took just a simple intro to film like that would be Me. so helpful. <laughs> Me too. Especially especially with editing stuff, like doing Uh, this pod has been a lesson in I am technologically inept. I learned like 10 new things every time. It's it's never ending and it's not easy. So I agree. He has a 10 year career in the film and video industry. He came into the Gruss Vom Krampus project with a colleague when a colleague came to him with an idea, which I'm assuming is Whitney, uh, mm-hmm. and he put his skills to the test to bring her vision to life. Sean loves to direct and hopes to create a feature film with Gruss Von Krampus team. Also, uh, you can find his Instagram Stuck in Love Films, which I think is his production company. You can also find him on right. Facebook and on YouTube. And about Whitney, who reached out to us very sweetly. She's a contributing writer and podcast co-host with Gruesome Magazine in Decades of Horror, the Classic Era, covering films from the 1920s to the 1960s. I checked out that website, Gruesome Magazine. It is very cool. I wish I had known about it before. It's covering all sorts of fun, like especially horror, sci-fi kind of stuff. Love that. Keep it on the in the bookmark so that we can use it for research purposes for Hell ourselves. Yeah. You want to talk about Krampus a little bit? Let's talk about fucking Krampus. What's his deal? This is what I found about Krampus, which I also did not know much about. I have not seen the film, which is not good, because I'm pretty sure the movie Krampus has Tony Collette in it, who I love. So here we go about Krampus. He's a Central European folkloric mythical figure. He's a horned half goat, half demon who during the Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved. He's usually hairy and has cloven hooves and horns of a goat. He has a long pointed tongue that rolls out and he has fangs. He carries chains which are thought to symbolize the binding of the devil, the devil, the devil, of the devil by the Christian church or bundles of birch branches that Krampus carries 
and with which he occasionally swats children. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow, 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 wow. Sometimes Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back, and this is to cart off evil children for drowning, <gasps> eating, <laughs> or to transport to hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow, so Krampus. He's taken away this girl. I hope that you're right about the full film being, you know, taken style where the dad comes over her because she's about to be drowned, eaten, or taken to hell. Wow. Um, or I guess just swatted with branch uh, with birch branches. Jesus. So there's also something called Krampus Nacht, which takes place on December 5th. Let's see here. The Feast of St. Nicholas is ce- celebrated in parts of Europe on the 6th of December. However, on the preceding evening of the 5th of December, that is Krampusnacht, where Krampus appears on the streets. He takes care of naughty children, either to eat them or drown them or swat them. Swat them. Whatever. Man. And apparently, sometimes he also leaves them coal, which I guess makes sense. That's why, like, Santa with his coal. Sure. Or with uh, bundles of sticks. And I read something about, you know, like, kids who had grown up in that culture, and apparently some kids were actually the day after Krampus Nacht, they were, they, however many sticks they were given, they actually had to, like, carry those throughout December. Jeez. Like, wherever they go, they just got to carry these sticks. Just like all the other kids pointing at him and be like, aha, you got to carry sticks, you dumb hoe. I mean, you might as well start <laughs> following the rules and listening to your parents, though. That's true. So I did want to kind of like find out if there was a Latin X kind of counterpart to sure. this character, Krampus, because this has nothing to do. Before with, you do yes. that, mm-hmm. I have a quote that I thought was very cool that is Tell about me. Krampus. So uh, in the history, the history of Krampus uh, has been theorized as stretching back to pre-Christian Alpine traditions. So. Up in them Alps, they're wow. hanging out with Krampus. This is all from Wikipedia, everybody. Donate mm-hmm. to them. They're lovely. In a brief article discussing the figure published in 1958, Maurice Bruce wrote, There seems to be little doubt as to his true identity, for in no other form is the full regalia of the horned god of the witches so well preserved. The birch, apart from its phallic significance, may have connection with the initiation rites of certain witch covens. Rites which entailed binding and scourging as a form of mock death. The chains could have been introduced in a Christian attempt to bind the devil, like you said, but again, they could be a remnant of pagan initiation rites. So this figure is old and dark. Yeah, this is some fucking like, witchy McWitch situation. And somehow he's kind of been morphed. I mean, he's still scary, but it's sure. been morphed into this kind of joint effort with right. Christmas. It's you the yin I mean? yang kind of situation. Like here's sure. Santa, jolly, fat, and Christmassy, mm-hmm. and gifts, and here's Krampus, devil Terrifying. horn sticks. You're drowning, kind of situation. 
<laughs> yeah, well, one cannot exist without the other, you know? That's true. Light and dark Star Wars. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I kind of love it. I really love yeah. that, that there's this scary figure. As much okay. as I love Christmas, you know, give it some darkness, too. It's true. Now, back to so, your Latinx counterpart. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to be like, we're doing a Latinx podcast here, and Krampus has nothing to do with this. However, uh, the only thing I could find closest to this was the Los, los Duendes Navideños, which is <gasps> a fucking Christmas elf. Uh-huh. But don't even get oh. excited about it, because <laughs> that's basically it. However, I found, like, about Duendes, which I guess you would call elves, goblins. Sure. Uh, you know, some like Gremlins. Gremlins. Hey, absolutely. So I couldn't find anything that relates them to Christmas aside from, you know, a Christmas elf, which is not a Latinx thing. No, not at all. That I think that I can think of. However, in some Latin American cultures, duendes are believed to be the helpers of people who get lost in the forest so they could find their way home. Okay. Which is lovely. In the folklore of the Central American country of Belize, particularly amongst the country's African island, Carib-descended Creole and Garifuna populations, mm-hmm. duendes are thought to are thought of as forest spirits called Tata Duende, who lack thumbs. Oh, which is kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> the Yucatec Maya of Belize have duendes such as Alux and Nukuxtat which are seen as guardian spirits of the forest, which I guess kind of mixes in, that in same... with that, like, yeah, like helping people find their way out of the forest. Mm-hmm. In the folklore of Mexico and the American Southwest as well, duendes are, are known as gnome-like creatures who live inside the walls of homes, especially in the bedroom walls of young children, which is not cute that's creepy yeah that freaks me out i don't want to fucking go to bed and my grandma be like okay be nice or the duende will come out no absolutely not um so apparently these wall dwelling duendes attempt to clip the toenails of unkempt children often leading to the mistaken removal of entire toes but basically it's like clean your stinky ass kid like take a shower or the duendes are gonna chop off your toes you know that's the moral of the story here wow i would have been like in the shower i go holy Uh, shit i'm gonna fucking clip my toenails tonight (laughs) dang get that nail clipper out (laughs) so last here belief in duendes still exists among the mixtecs and sapotecs of Oaxaca, and it is said that they are most commonly commonly found in the mossy cloud forests of the state's mountain ranges, which is lovely. Lovely. You know what this made me think of? Mm. When we talked about, I can't remember which movie we talked about, but you mentioned some creepy duende-like figure from Brazil. With the oh, hat. yeah, no, that was, uh, I'm pretty sure that was when we did Pan's Labyrinth, or maybe just us oh. hanging out and living our lives it's a one-footed creature yes sassi here so the sassi is a mischievous single-legged black elf-like creature who is blamed as the culprit of anything that goes wrong at a farm and is the mascot Mm. of sport (laughs) sport club international okay Oh my god, that's hilarious. It also it also says the sassy is known as a trickster and usually appears in farms inside wind whirls. So I'm like sorry, I'm not over 
Sport Club International. (laughs) The Sassy is known as a trickster and usually appears in in farms inside wind swirls like a Tasmanian devil. Like, if someone steals its red cap, he'll exchange it for a favor. This kind of gives me this like folklore. First of all, I remember growing up and watching like children's TV shows like uh educational programming basically and they had uh a show called Sitio do Pica-Pau Amarelo which was wow. the farm of the yellow woodpecker it would be Sitio do Pica-Pau Amarelo and there was a sassy pitted in he scared the shit out of me he was very cuz it was all like I'm a trickster and stuff but then thinking about it now that sounds a lot like Oh, God damn it, I had it before and I, I'm i going to remember it. Wait. There is a deity in like Santeria kind of culture that is the trickster deity. When you lose stuff or when you're lost, you have to like stop and say a little, like send him, a, like acknowledge him and be like, like when you lose your keys, you'll be like, God damn it, it's going to kill me if I don't remember this fucking... Well, let's look it up. We can find this. Elewa. 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 El- so you'd be like, Elewa, you have to say his name three times. Elewa, 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 and then it- he'll help you get the thing back. But he is also the one that took it from you. It's it's. There's a lot of different versions of it because it's it comes from African roots and like there's a lot of mm. uh, that kind of stuff. But hearing the Sassi Perere story... Gave me a lot of like Elegua vibes. And honestly, probably not wrong because Brazil also has so much of this like African religious imagery uh, embedded into its culture that I wouldn't be surprised. So if the Sassi Perere is based off of Elegua or something like that. Totally. Yeah. And even though the Sassi Perere is not a particularly like Christmas thing. No. I guess the moral of the story here is all of these cultures have like old, old stories, folklore that, you know, inform how we behave today and like yeah. the stories we tell today. And the fact that, I mean, bring it back, but that Krampus is still around and only kind of picking up, I guess, in like popularity in Western culture just shows like the power of these stories. Right. It's also you funny know? to me that it's like, even though it does come from probably religious imagery and like folklore, like uh, storytelling and all that stuff, at the end of the day, it's very much ways to control kids and to like totally. make sure that they're being good. It's like, okay, tuck you into bed. If you're not good, here comes el duende from the fucking wall. If you're not good, el sassi perere se te va a agarrar tus mierdas. If you don't do mm-hmm. it, Krampus is going to put you in a bag and beat you with a stick. Like, it's yeah, it's all these efforts to make sure your kids are are good. Which at the mm-hmm. end of the day, that's a that's nice. Like you want your kid to not yeah. be an asshole. So yeah, you just gotta lie to him and tell him that something scary is gonna come and chop off the toes. <laughs> God damn! Oh man! Well, I have one last fun little fun fact. What's your last Bruce, fun little fun fact? Gruss vom Krampus. Apparently Gruss means... or Gruss? I sounded like he said Gruss. I Great. don't know, dude. I have no 
Gross, Gruss, Vom Krampus means might be Krampus. Who's <laughs> who knows? <laughs> um, it means greetings from Krampus. Oh, Gruss. Which is terrifying. Vom Krampus. <laughs> yeah, like can you imagine getting a card that says "Greeting from Krampus"? I don't want that card. So no. That's com- what it means. Comes with a birch stick in it. <laughs> you can find Gruus Vom Krampus, or this lovely fun short, on YouTube. Uh, you can also find it on your Roku TV network, Windsor House Entertainment. You can subscribe for free and watch it there. So that's very exciting if you have a Roku. Mm-hmm. Easily accessible. So we'll we'll have a link on our Twitter so that you can click on it there. It'll take two minutes of your it's time. Two minutes and 16 seconds. It's mm-hmm. lovely, fun, and get you in that Christmassy mood. Are you ready for some questions? Yeah, ask me some questions. All right, here we go. Were you scared? You know, not really. Just because... I think it was so, I mean, obviously short, but like it's so fast that eventually I feel like I would have the fear. Mm, I'd say más o menos. Like sure. for a short, there were creep vibes for sure. Absolutely. I'm going to agree. I'm going to say no, but you know, that just means I want to see more because I think there is fear that can absolutely come from this story. For sure. What was your best scare? It's not a full jump situation, but the thing that creeped me out the most was him walking at the end in the middle of nowhere, like kind of like just stalking around. That really like unnerved me. I was like, ooh, this motherfucker ain't up to no good. That's exactly what I wrote, him walking away with that little girl in a sack. Nope. I mean, you don't even have to see what he's going to do. Your brain is just like, this is not, this is messed up. This is bad news. So so who was your favorite, favorite character? I'd love to say Krampus, but for me, is that dad in that North Carolina accent? I love it. Well, I'll give it to Krampus then. My favorite was Krampus. There you go, Kramp. What was your best line? Santa? (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, okay, all of our answers are the same, basically. Because I also wrote that, because you see that hideous hand. Girl, Mm -hmm. that's not Santa over there. No. Although, I mean, there were not many lines in this movie. I guess a like, second runner-up would be the dad's line, like, Rockin' F Farms, or whatever he said. <laughs> Rockin' F Farms, good. we're playing your hits all day, all night. <laughs> I don't even have to ask you the next question, but what was your best death? I mean, sorry, girl, you's about... Oh, or, I was going to say, that kid's <laughs> about to get drowned in a river, but... Yeah. No death, so no, no best death here. Uh, okay, sure. let's say maybe... The Christmas trees in that lot. There you go. That's a lot of death right there. <laughs> totally. Lots of death. I'll, I'm going to give it to that one too then. The Christmas trees. <laughs> did you learn anything about this uh, culture? I really did. I mean, I had no freaking idea what Krampus was all about. And, you know, looking it all up, I was like, this is, Europeans got some funky shit going on up there yeah this is dark and scary Uh, same for me learned i mean we had to do the research ourselves but but so these movies give give us the inspiration to do the research so i learned about krampus and i learned a little bit about duendes which was yeah scary very creepy uh how many uis are you gonna give this short film 
because of the the low fear factor, I'm gonna give it three ooies. Ooie, ooie, ooie. I'm gonna give it three as well because I wanna see more. Yeah, give us more, Whitney yeah. and Sean. Yes, we're ready for more. And if you want, you don't have to give us the credit if it does turn out to be a Taken style film. <laughs> that is our that's our idea for you, a gift, please. But if there is a moment where the dad has a monologue where he has to like threaten Krampus, I'd be thrilled about it. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I'm sure you guys have your script all written out. You're yeah. like, thanks, Johnny and Eileen. We're good. But, We're fine, you, know, you dicks. Case. <laughs> Great. Well, here we are. What a fun time. Thank you so much to Whitney for reaching out to us over yeah. over here at the studio at Uy Que Horror. The, <laughs> our team was thrilled. Um, it was so we much really fun. Were. Yeah. Just, you know, it's honestly Latinx slash Latinx descendant people supporting each other. And that's what this is all about. We're just trying to bring this stuff to light and enjoy, appreciate this. So And boost a little bit of like as, as their viewership, however way we can, because the more eyes we get on it, the more Latinx people get to be seen. And that's really important in all aspects and behind the scenes, in front of the camera, behind it, all of it. We need um, makeup, everything, all of it. We need our people in the mix because we belong there just as much as everybody else. Oh, yeah, we do. So make sure and watch Gruz Vom Krampus and get into the holiday spirit. We're excited for our December month to get even more Christmas spooky on your ass. Mm -hmm. Hey, rate us, subscribe, you know, like we said 50 million times because we want you to do it. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, write us a loving email at wikiorror at gmail.com. You know, all your ratings and reviews really, really help us out. So please do it. Yes, please. We It would it'll, be, it'll be your our Christmas gift to us. I was going to say, it's, a, <laughs> it's our Christmas wish. We promise we've been a good boy and girl all year For long. <laughs> if Krampus shows up, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> hey, Johnny, uh, I love you. I love you, too. See you guys uh, next week. Can I sleep at night? Adios.